The Owner's Perspective, hosted by Eagle Land. All things Colorado ranches from the owner's perspective. You know, I laying in bed this morning and uh, was reading the news, which is always a dangerous thing to do if you're trying to sleep. And there's a lot going on in the world. Kind of what's what's the state of the real estate market? What's what what have you seen? I mean, you've been doing this since '94. I think I think we just passed a billion dollars in sales last week. Um, where, where do you see that we've been and where we are and where's it going? Well, you know, um, <laughs> I used to look at people and they would say, let's ask the old guide so he can tell us what he's seen. And, and now I look in the mirror and I think, well, you know, I, I still remember I was supposed to be in Alaska when planes went into the building in New York's horrible day. Oh. Yeah. And I saw the market just get tough after that. I saw 2008 and the crash of the economy, and I saw what happened in the real estate market. Got tough. Got really tough. And now I wake up and I, I see what's going on in Israel and and just the volatility of the world. And we got 8% interest rates, and we've got just inflation and different administrations. And, and you know, there's a lot of people that are just feeling like it's tough. And um, it always worries me. Um, when I talk to clients that we have that have many times Uber kind of wealth, they've got lots of businesses, they've done lots of things. And I'm like, Hey man, what are you, what, what are we going to do? What do you think? And they're like, I don't know. I don't know. And I'm like, come on, man, you should know. And they're like, you know something? I just don't know right now. It's a, it's a bit volatile because you know, we're like one black swan event away that from like really trouble. So um, I look at this and I look at the markets and I hear reports of, you know, the expected Phoenix market to go down 20%, which is real. Boise market. The Boise market looks tough. They talk about Houston and different areas where some places may be a little bit overbuilt. And you know what's great to me is I start looking at the real estate information and real estate people that are that are turning their licenses in because that market is starting to to really slow there's just not the transactions and so but this is what i woke up with last week um we represented the kettle family in a ranch that's been in the market and their family since 1871 same year that ridgeway was established they got their ranch and we sold it last year for new record setting prices because of the rarity of that property and we had multiple people trying to buy it um we have a, a ranch that's an a quality type ranch that closes in december that's just super pristine very strong sale um multiple people still looking at that deal and what i found is this when the market starts to get heavy there really comes to a point of liquidation and, and liquidation, meaning this, is just how much cash do you really need? Um, because if you're looking at a dollar and you wake up one day and you've had this liquidation event, you sold your company, and you've got this pile of cash, and you're like, what do I do with this money? Do I leave it in cash? Do I put it in the stock market? Do I look at bonds? Do I look at treasuries? Do I put it into land? What kind of land? Uh -huh. And so really, the investment side of real estate, what we have found is 
very rarely do you ever lose money in the land world if you pay market value. It just seems to be steady. It's kind of like the tortoise and the hare. It's kind of the tortoise, you know? And so when we're working with this land industry right now, um, what we're finding at those A kind of properties are still very valuable. They're, they're, people are still seeking those. Demand's really high for them. Demand is very high. The, the, the amount of product on the market is pretty low. And, um, and we're seeing that those special properties, um, specifically river properties, um, properties that are very rare, very difficult to replace, um, are, are still very active. And um, I just think it's, there's a lot of security if you have the liquidity to stand owning the land for a longer period of time. And so if somebody comes to me and says, Joey, I want to buy this ranch. I want to hold it. I want it to make this much money for me, and I want to sell it for this much money. I'm like, you're in the wrong business. Yeah. You really are. If, you're, if you can say, hey, I got a portfolio, and I, philosophically, I can own this piece of property, I can put my dollars there, and I can rest, knowing that it's going to appreciate, knowing that I can enjoy it, knowing that that is safe money, not quick money, safe money. Um, and I can stand the liquidity. The ranch industry is a fantastic place to be. And you know, um, there's just nothing better than going out with your family on your ranch and, <laughs> and having some fun. So, um, so what we're seeing in the market is as things have gotten tougher and people start withdrawing their money out of the stock market and they're like, I, I really don't know what to do and how volatile. And that's my conversation is, well, how, what's your balance? Can you be into this? Can and and then we start talking about the real estate market in general. So you know, big box commercial spots right now um, that are non-owner occupied um, are pretty tough places to have your money right now. If you're in the commercial industry, apartments are on fire. You know, because the housing. I mean, we have six million homes too short right now in the United States um, of what people really are going to need. So I mean, the housing market really has a very unique spot for. Um, for, you know, some housing to be built, apartments to be built. Um, and in the land industry, um, the better the land, the more rare that it is, the more irreplaceable, the better you off you are. So it's not, we're not looking at like an S&P 500. We're trying to make that 7 to 12% is the goal. You're, you're looking almost something at more like a, like a certificate of deposit. It's it's tied down longer. It's it's a it's a safer investment. Um, unlike a CD, it's something you can go shoot an elk on and have a picnic. Yeah. But it, it's it's a it, it's a, a slower appreciating long term hold mm-hmm. where you can beat inflation. That's right. And and then you know, for a lot of folks that are like, come on, man, I want to make more money than that. That doesn't keep up with my bank rates. There's ways to do that, and we've we've been very successful at that. But it's, it's going into a piece of property with an idea, a philosophy. And, and some people will criticize, well, you just want to break the land up. No, 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 no. What we want to do is we, we're ranch makers. That's what we do. We're makers of ranches. We look at what the best assets it has, how to enhance that asset, and how to build that asset. And we've seen folks, and we've been a part of this, where you've received a 100 times return on or a 100% return on your investment because the right property was brought at the right price and the right strategy went into that property to build that asset 
to, to, to enhance it, to do the things that it needed to be done to make it the property it should be. And I'll tell you, um, we've got a whole pile of buyers that sit down and follow us saying, hey, is there this? Can we do this? Because they're looking for those ranches. And you know what I really found is the buyers of those property never are worried about how much that guy made. Yeah. Because they want that asset perfect. Some people are makers and some people are just, they, they want to buy the thing without doing the work. And so where we've really gotten a niche in the business is we've been able to meet with owners, find those properties, and then they've turned us loose to where we can help build that asset and, and, and make it into what it can be. You know, the market has, has shifted dramatically in the last three years. And we have seen, um, you know, typically in the industry, we've seen somewhere between 2 to 5%, we like to say 4% increase in, in land. So if a guy buys a ranch and he puts it into land and says, what's this going to look like 10 years down the road? Um, we can show comparable sales where that ranch has increased typically 4%. Um, and, and that can vary, of course. You know, we've seen some higher, some lower. But really, that's what an owner can expect. And so there's a, um, boy, a lot of people that will scratch their head and say, why would I put my money into a ranch when those are kind of those values? And, and it's very, it's very, it, it, it's safe. Mm-hmm. It's safe. There's not a lot of volatility in that. And it's something that you can enjoy. And so, you know, it's, it's, it, you don't get many memories by buying a stock or a bond and watching it go up or go down. And, and uh, so back to your point, uh, in the last three years, we have just seen an explosion in the market. We have seen values um, on ranches that have gone up 4% typically explode and increase, in some cases, 75%, um, where they've pretty near almost doubled in value and on bigger places. And so um, as a point in case, uh, we have a ranch that's um, that used to be $3,000 an acre. We have it under contract for over $5,000 an acre on big pieces. And it's the rarity of these properties that you're finding. So as the prices, as a ranch is typically get smaller, the prices go up, and the amenities are so dramatically so dramatically affect the properties. I've seen ranches that almost touch. And one sits on the wrong side of the slope, doesn't have views. Um, it may not have enough slope or elevation to give it good vegetation. And it's just, it feels wrong. It doesn't have the right access. And I've seen them be 100% difference. I mean, one's 1,000 an acre, the other's 2,000 an acre. And they almost touch and they sell in the same year. And so when you get into ranches that are getting smaller and values start to increase, um, these ranches that used to be $3,500 an acre are now have escalated in value and are almost mid-sixes. Yeah, seven. If, seven, if they have the right amenities. So somebody will say, oh my gosh, my ranch is worth 7000 an acre. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> you got to go look and see what your amenities are and it, how that compares to these ranches that have really bought these values. And we really get into a lot of that with, with ranch owners sometimes because they're like, well, that one brought this. Mine should bring that too. And dramatic, dramatic differences between access, utilities, views, and vegetation. And so a ranch that has it all 
is is incredibly incredibly valuable. I have an offsite deal right now that I ha that we haven't even brought on yet. That is a smaller place that has timber, river, access, utilities, water, huge views, great hunting. It's in an over-the-counter unit where you can get tags. Honestly, I've been working on it for 15 years, and it'll break records. Oh, yeah. It will break records because it has everything. And I'll tell you, super, super pristine. Super pristine property. The ranch industry, we always say, buy land, and it's it's real. It's it's been um, it's been a historical way to build wealth and to preserve wealth throughout every part of the world. And um, you know, when you try to find that, you're trying to find those areas that find outside um, areas that 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 drive value. So you can buy a ranch in the middle of nowhere. You can buy a ranch lots of different places. But when you buy a ranch outside of Montrose, Colorado, you're on the second busiest airport in the state of Colorado. Little town of Montrose, crazy, just blowing up. You're on the thoroughfare to tell your ride, and you can own a ranch where you can go and kill an elk, drive to town, have a great meal, and go play around and golf on the same day. So our place, our point is this. There, there's a true. You should buy land, but you want to buy land oceanfront property. You know what Montrose is? The ocean. <laughs> <laughs>